0: It's time for school, Rock School, with your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. The reason I like acoustic guitars so much is because there's nowhere to hide. It's you and six strings. You can either do it or you can't. Yeah. And people know it pretty quickly. Oh, yeah. Class is in. This is the Rock School Radio Show, right here on the Rock School Radio Network. My name is Joe Burns. Go ahead. Tell us your name, pretty girl sitting over there. Oh, my name is
1: Tammy Burns. By the
0: way, nice red glasses. Where did you you. get those? Uh, Walmart. Wow. Another one of your dollar finds? Yeah,
1: absolutely.
0: Oh, gosh. You really should just get glasses instead of buying more and more magnification (laughs) on your glasses. Anyway, (laughs) let's talk about today's subject. I had a discussion with a guitar friend of mine, a, uh, if, if you know, there's a, a wonderful place in town called Stan's Music Shop and right. it is closing, he's retiring, nothing Aww. bad. And I went over there and I talked with a friend and we, you know, spent some time together and he makes, Stan's getting rid of all of his inventory and a lot of his inventory is amplifier. And this guy said to me, well, you got to pick up one of those over there. You know why that one specifically? Well, it's, it's got tubes and those amps smell, uh, smell, <laughs> those <laughs> amps sound best. I'm thinking that's very specific if you know how your amps smell, Exactly. but he said, no, those tubes over there, they sound best. And I said, no, I, I don't think so. I mean, you can, you can have just as good a solid state and he goes, no solid state stinks. And I said, what about a modeling amplifier? And he goes, no, no, no modeling amplifier. And this is what a lot of people are like. If it's not a tube amplifier from the 1960s, 1950s, 1970s, then Forget it's, it, it, huh? no, it's not an amplifier. Right. So what I thought would be fun, and we went back and forth about it. What I thought would be fun is for those of you who are not you know, fantastically uh, knowledgeable in amplifiers, you may have heard this before. Tube amplifiers sound best. Solid state amplifiers sound terrible modeling amplifiers out the window. Let me tell you what all three of these things mean. Okay. Let me tell you what the selling points are, the pros and the cons of these three things, and maybe you'll be able to speak to your Guitari friends. Guitari, that's that a, a word. word? Yes, it is. Guitari. Is it like it's Atari? In in the movie Black Panther, uh-huh. the little town right next to it, Guitari. Nice. Yes, it is. All right, so I'm going to play music for you today, and some of the songs are on tube amplifiers. Okay. Some of the songs are on solid state amplifiers. Some of the songs are on on modeling amplifiers. See if you can figure out which is which. Oh. Def Leopard rock rock till you drop. Yes, they have a song named that and it sounds like this on rock school. till you drop. I, I like
1: the song. I, it's a
0: good song, but I get the feeling that it was a point in time where somebody walked in and said, guys, I've got a new song. Tell us about it. It's called rock, rock till you drop. <gasps> really? Should it be rock, rock till you drop? You should never stop something, Ooh. something, something that rhymes with stop. Now you're just being ugly. I am being ugly. The question is, was that a tube amplifier? Was that a solid state amplifier? Was that a modeling amplifier? So let's see if we can't get our terms correct.
1: Okay. Let's
0: first Remember this first if anything, the idea of cash solves a lot. Okay. A $50 amplifier will always sound worse than like a $500 amplifier. However, I have a show later on that I've got prepared already about people that actually record with little $50 amplifiers Sweet. and the sound is really neat. So, the all things considered, all things equal, a more expensive amplifier is going to have probably better stuff in it. It's going to be bigger. It's going to have more space for the sound to come out. But let's talk about these three things. The idea of a tube amp, a solid state amp, and a modeling amp. And okay. I have I have moved off of these. If you remember, my first real big amplifier was a Roland Twin 12. Oh, I do remember that. So heavy. It was huge. I had to put wheels on it. It was a tube amplifier, Mm -hmm. also known as a valve amplifier, because the idea of a tube in America is the same thing as a valve in the UK. Now, someone's going to tell me, you don't have that quite right. Yeah, I know. But if you can just think of it as the tubes and valves are the same thing. It's just that one is in the US and one is in the UK. It's just the way it's said. It's like it's a, a trunk or a boot that kind of thing Ooh. it uses a vacuum tube to convert ac to dc power so out of the wall to like a battery okay and then it amplifies that battery signal remember that a guitar the, the pickup mm-hmm. works off a magnet okay. which is a dc signal so you change it from ac to dc and then you basically copy the signal again and again by making it louder. You don't technically amplify. You simply, by running it through these items, these tubes, these valves, you are recreating the sound only louder and it is the valve that's doing it. It is the tube that's doing it. Lee DeForest came up with this whole thing. Why does it sound so wonderful? Well, extremely warm. It does it with heat the inside of a tube becomes screaming red hot and by becoming screaming red hot it throws off positive electrons they are then captured in a screen and that's how it amplifies and by doing that it has phenomenal warm great mid-range frequencies the smile frequencies as they call them when you hear them it makes you smile right. and that's a noise we like it's one of the reasons why people still love records It's those mid-range frequencies, the smile frequencies. It always allows a beautiful touch of distortion, which we seem to like. Now, what are the cons of it? Those are the pros, what are the cons? Well, they're noisy. They can be very, very noisy. What do you mean? Because there's a lot of things that are going on, a lot of additional sounds that you don't want can come through those amplifiers. It itself makes a tone. And that can be inside of your thing. They're very heavy. They're very hot. But the people who love them, love them.
1: Physically hot.
0: They, yeah. Uh, originally when you would buy a case for a guitar, when I Mm -hmm. say originally, I'm talking in the twenties and thirties, the case would or could be an amplifier oh okay and the tubes that were in it were the size of your leg and they would get red hot Ooh. to create the amplification uh-huh. you'd have to wait a half an hour to even put the guitar back and close the lid oh, my. because it was so hot there was multiple times when I was playing with that Roland 12 if you remember I brought along a fan and I put oh, it I behind the amplifier yeah. and I blew the fan up on it because it would get that hot goodness and you have to wait for those things to calm down plus Tubes break. Tubes wear out. Things go bad. Does it
1: make that sound when a, a tube uh, It breaks? just stops
0: working. Oh, okay. It yeah. doesn't go pop. I had to have a tube re- uh, replaced one time. It just simply stopped working. Gotcha. I mean, it just, and I wondered, what the heck's wrong? You know how you take a, a light bulb that's popped uh-huh. and you shake it? Yeah. You can see the same thing inside of the tube. Ah. And it was gone. So there you go. That's tube. That's the concept. There is okay. a vacuum tube that gets hot, that throws off positive electrons, and it is a tone that people love. And by the way, that "Rock, Rock Till You Drop" mm-hmm. was done on a tube amplifier. Oh,
1: that's why we like it. We're smiling.
0: Steve Vai, the Uh-oh. Animal. Uh oh. Solid state, tube, or modeling. England, England. Here you go, Steve Vai on Rock School. Okay, we've talked about tube amplifiers. Did that sound like a tube amplifier to you?
1: I think it I, did. Did I think it is, yeah, did yeah, it? Yeah, you're, yeah. You're
0: positive it's not just a fancy radio?
1: No, I was smiling all right. the way. Yeah, it's a tube.
0: Okay, in the 1940s, 50s, 50s is when it really, really hit the market. The idea of a radio went from this big, giant, heavy thing that had gargantuan magnets in it and a series of tubes to a little handheld thing that could go into your pocket. Right. How is that possible? The idea of the amplification was not being done by a tube. It was being done by a transistor. Which is why they were originally called transistor radios. Right. These little transistors would take power, and it would take me a while to explain how they do it. But think of it this way they, in a solid state way, again, you don't technically amplify the signal, you recreate the signal louder. And it depended on how many of these transistors you had in a row because you would amplify it then amplify it again and then amplify it again you probably i think i've told this on the air before uh, when we were working in utica a guy was slowly but surely stealing a radio station <laughs> yep. from the radio station. Uh-huh. What he did was take Mr. Microphones, and he went in and he got the little tiny transistor out of it, which was about a eighth of a watt. Right. But if you put one and then run that into a second, run that into a next, 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 you can make some serious punch going out
1: is it a one for one ratio i mean does it build one i mean if eight plus eight equals 16 is it like that or no
0: it depends on what you want to do in terms of the transistors because usually with a guitar you're going to have and other instruments do this as well but i'm thinking specifically of guitar you're going to have an input to begin with because what's coming out of guitar is and i know what people are going to say well what about active pickups Don't, don't worry about that those are pickups that have their own Um, uh, like batteries but if you're dealing with just a regular pickup it's coming in as a battery signal or, or pardon me it's coming in as a magnet signal it has to be amplified so it can be amplified again that's the idea of a preamp and then an amp
1: Uh, The preamp makes
0: the battery or, pardon me, the magnet signal strong enough so it can be gone, you know, shot through. But there's no reason why you can't do it once, twice, three, four, five, however many times you wish. And that that guy who was stealing the radio station, that's what he did. Oh, my god! One after the other. The solid state amplifiers to begin with were really just fancy radios. With a big speaker stuck on them. And they got a bad reputation real fast for being tinny and sounding cheap. They sort of were the eight-bit Casio. Uh-huh. They didn't have that wide-ranging sound that were on the solid or pardon me on the tube amplifiers. And because of that, the newer ones kept the same ugly thought process when it's absolutely not true because if you remember i went from my roland twin 12 to a mesa boogie right it was solid state
1: right and i loved
0: it i defy anybody did it sound like tube mm, no but it sounded like i wanted
1: you don't have it any longer do no, you? no i
0: don't i sold that why? one why why every amplifier uh, 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 why wa- did i sell it yeah,
1: why'd you sell it we were poor oh okay. i it. if oh, you remember I'm trying to re- forget those days thank yeah.
0: you uh every amp maker has a version of a solid state amp now here's the thing what are the pros it's lighter it doesn't generate as much heat and it creates a much stronger signal there's only so much you can crank those tubes up it can go so much louder and furthermore when you have a tube amplifier, you have to put it. Di- you have to put a mic in front of it. Mm-hmm. Whereas a solid-state amplifier, you can run it directly into the board.
1: Ah. Sure, no
0: concern with that whatsoever. Really? because it's already a uh, a digital signal. Okay. So you can run it into the board. What are the cons? Well, it has a specific sound. It sounds that way, and if that's what you like, great. Think new wave punk. Mm-hmm. It sounded a lot less rich it had more tinny had more higher mids and unless you wanted that sound unless you were playing for blondie unless uh-huh. you were playing you know I'm turning japanese i think i'm turning japanese i really think so you know you had to go with a tube or the solid. Tube. now have they gotten better and better and better and better yeah um zz top is now using um uh heads that are uh, did not digital but um are solid state that's, I mean, they use that like sound. And so, I mean, they get the sound out of it. So it has a specific sound. But if that's the sound you want, hmm. Hey, by the way, that song by Steve Vai, The Animal? Yeah. Was that tube or was that solid state? Uh,
1: that was tube.
0: No, yeah, that was solid state. Oh. <gasps> yeah, see, that's the thing. You can say what you like, but hmm. So let's play one more from the album 90125. I always want to call Uh-oh. it 90210. I know. You know what Don't I mean? Don't do that. This is Yes, owner of a lonely heart. Listen to the guitar. Very specific sound. Let's see if he can pick it out on Rock School. First break here on rock school if if you don't buy it in terms of amplification a tube amplifier as opposed to a transistor amplifier they call it solid state I mean you could roll them down a flight of stairs and they would probably work if the cabinet stayed together right if it if you don't buy it the fact that one is amplified different than the other thus they have a different sound a physics professor did some research and suggests why people like tube amps at its very basic level. Says here, it's because a moderately overdriven valve amp, remember that means tube, produces strong harmonics in the mid range. And that's what
1: we like, That's right? right,
0: adding a sweetening complexity to the sound. An overdriven transistor amp, on the other hand, creates odd harmonics, which causes dissonance. Sounds that don't sound good together. If you want to be really, 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 really picky, the output from the amp showed that a moderately overdriven valve preamp, and I'm going to tell you what a preamp means a little bit later. It produced a prominent second and fourth harmonic, which we like. If you want to be really particular, 400 and 800 hertz and only a very weak third harmonic at 600 hertz. And that, I mean, I could get into the physics of it and all that. But basically, again, it's the smile frequencies. A solid state power amp equal in power showed the pattern reversed. So, yes, there's a difference. It's huh. not just, you know, it's not just some guy that claims to be an audiophile going, I don't like that. Right. No, it really is. And it has nothing to do with the initial tone, what they call the fundamental frequency A, B, C, F sharp, that kind of stuff. It's the harmonics that follow over it, and wow. the solid state gives harmonics that we like psychologically. Woo! There you go. Who's listening to well, us on this like radio it, station? They
1: like it at W M C E E P A, Erie PA, right? Fantastic. The harmonics.
0: Yep. <laughs> That's what they do. They sit around talking harmonics. Yeah, exactly. Back in a minute here on Rock School. Hey Rock School listener, you hear this little thing going on right now, this this music bed that goes on for a minute we do it twice during the show. This is where a sponsor should be. This is where an underwriter should be. If you or some business you know Might want to be that sponsor or underwriter of the Rock School Radio Show, please have that person give us a call, 985 549 2330. Once again, 985 549 2330. You can sponsor the radio show, you can sponsor the podcast, you can sponsor both. There's other ways of doing it. So call that number, 985 549 2330, and talk with Rachel or talk to Todd if you. You really want to talk to Todd for some reason, but Rachel's really who you want to speak to. 549-2330. Three, three, Thanks. Okay, out of the break, I'm going to play one of my songs. You know, when I say that so-and-so is using this amp and this amp and all that, I'm only going off of what I saw that people said they used. And it's entirely possible somebody's going to read a different article and say, no, Joe, they used this. But I'm going off of articles where it sort of breaks down the songs. This one, I know for a fact, was done with a modeling amplifier because I Uh created the song. Yeah. Here's the thing. Uh there was tube, there was solid state and it started coming out and I'll get a little bit into the the idea of when it came out and how it started being used right off the bat. Some people think line six was the first. Some people think there's other ones but I'm running an amplifier right now and I'm one of those bad dudes that are like, you know, tubes are the only thing until I bought a modeling amplifier, (laughs) that little amplifier sitting right down there. The Uh one that I use, it's a, it's a Fender Mustang three, and it has 99 different amplifier and amplifier settings that it can reproduce. The idea is all digital. It takes my guitar strings, my guitar sound, and it converts it to digital and then lays across it a fundamental frequency, the effects, and also the harmonics. So I have one amplifier and it's a Fender. So when I'm playing it, I have three settings that I use. The first one is a Marshall setting that's put together as if it is a 1970s Marshall Plexi. For the harder stuff. I have a setting that emulates the song still of the night by Whitesnake, right? Which is again a series of marshals and for a clean signal. I use a studio setting That's meant to emulate a Mesa boogie Which is as clean as I can get it now. Here's the thing those who are pro tube those who are pro solid-state say modeling is just wrong because what you're listening to is a digital representation of what somebody else thinks it sounds like. So they create a sample and then my guitar samples out and supposedly sounds like the setup.
1: Right, that's awesome.
0: So I'm going to play a song now. It's an instrumental I wrote and recorded called Too Many Notes. And the rhythm guitar, it's the one that starts the song. It's that one that's a marshal the leads then are done using a uh why can't i come up with it using the still of the night the real clean distortion and on top of that there's a bass part in there and that bass is set to something different which i can't remember right very now cool, very and i cool. used the same amplifier all the way through it and there's yet one more thing that's interesting about a modeler and i'm going to tell you that right after i play it so every sound you hear comes through that amplifier it's a single amplifier and it emulates everything else sounds like this on rock school
1: Which view did you have in mind, Majesty? There
0: are just as many notes, Majesty. Dear young man, don't take it too hard. Your work is ingenious. It's quality work. And there are simply too many notes. That's all. Just cut a few and it'll be perfect. Coming into the bottom of the hour, we're going to do seven days and 70 seconds uh, uh, one more time here. Here's the thing about modeling amplifiers that, number one, people said they don't sound correct, they sound wrong. That might've been true right at the beginning, but you heard that piece of music. Yeah, that's a great piece. It sounds exactly, to me, it sounds exactly like the instruments. And furthermore, when you record, I don't put a microphone in front of my amplifier. What I do is I plug into the um, output and I go directly into the audio board. And furthermore, I don't have it on mine but there are modeling amplifiers out there that as you take it out of the amplifier, Uh it will also model a room. So So you can say to it, not only I want you to be this amplifier with these effects, I want the output of the amplifier to sound like it is inside of a wooden floor room with flat walls, with a microphone, pulled back a foot and a half from the speaker off axis. That is sick. It is, it's ridiculous. It, there's just going to come a point in time where we don't really need you anymore. Why would you ever leave the room? We'll do something just else. Just stay
1: there and, and, and you know put it in a cave, right? You're
0: right. That's exactly it. Cool. Okay. Bottom of the hour. I'm Joe Burns. You are I'm
1: Tammy Burns.
0: This is the Rock and Roll Seven Days, 70 Seconds, March 11th, all the way through March 17th. You got Monday. Go.
1: March 11th, 1970, The Fifth Dimension win the Record of the Year Grammy for Aquarius. Let the sun shine in.
0: March 12th, 1974, John Lennon. And Nielsen get wildly drunk and disorderly at a Smothers Brothers comedy show at the Troubadour in Los Angeles. March
1: 13, 2006, Isaac Hayes quits South Park after an episode airs mocking Scientology.
0: (laughs) March 14, 1958, the first ever gold record is awarded to Perry Como's Catch a Falling Star. March 15,
1: 1976 kiss releases destroyer
0: march 16, 1991 happy birthday wolfgang van halen and then march 17th 2009 belinda carlisle becomes the first person eliminated on season 8 of dancing with the stars okay modeling where did it begin Some people say with the group or with the company Line 6. Other people say it started with a company called Tech 21. There was this thing that Tech 21 put together called SANS Amp right around 1990. And it was one of those that became spectacularly popular because you didn't have to bring an amplifier around. You plugged into this box, the SANS Amp box, and then plugged into whatever you wanted. And you think, well, that's in the studio. Oh, no, no, no. You could literally plug into the box, plug the box then into the board, and you didn't have to have an amplifier. Wow. It would create the signal. There's another one from Line 6 they called a pod, a little kidney-shaped thing, Uh and you would say to it, I want this head and this cabinet. I owned a Line 6 pod. This head, this cabinet, these effects, and it would digitally create the whole darn thing. I was a, When I had my Line 6 Pod, I could dial in exactly what I wanted. And furthermore, just to get back to my amplifier in terms of modeling, I said I had 99 things on there. Uh-huh. Well, I don't like every one of them. What you can do, since it's a Fender amplifier, you can go to the Fender website that deals with this amplifier, and you can say, I want this song. And it's entirely possible somebody has created that song. And you download it as a little app and you drop it on the computer. Let's say you want to sound like ZZ Top. Right. Fine, go get ZZ Top. But I want to be ZZ Top LaGrange, not ZZ Top Sleeping Bag.
1: Uh, yeah.
0: And you can download that. Ah. You I, you know, I want to be a blues player. <laughs> Fine. That download the whole crazy. thing. That is crazy. And it'll go specifically player to player and um, also uh, um, song to song. Furthermore, there are now foot pedals that you can download the same kind of stuff into the foot pedal. Wow. Yep, it's ridiculous. Let's play one from Robert Cray Blues Get Off My Shoulder here on Rock School. There's a cold, cold feeling from my heart that's trying to get colder. And this heavy heart proves I've been by the blues blues get off of my shoulder
1: something how much did did the amp cost
0: Oh, the one that I use? Yeah,
1: that's crazy. It, it had to be a yeah. ton of money. It's
0: 100 watts, and I think I got it for just under $300. Wow. And the reason I think I got it cheaper was because it's the Mustang 3, which means something else was coming out. Mm-hmm. And I, obviously, you can still get it, and you still get parts for it. But something else was coming out, and they were trying to sell the bigger one, so they lowered the price of the wow. second one. Yeah, it, it's ridiculous. It, it it's, it's now to the point where you can get a guitar and the guitar itself has no pickup there is simply a pizio and somebody's going to say to me that's a pickup yeah yeah uh, but it's not a pickup that's used to create the sound uh-huh. what it does is it gets the frequency of the string turns it into a digital signal and you don't even hear what the strings are. Get out. So let's say you want to play in E, or you want to play in standard. Right. I always call that E. And then you say, well, I want to play now in Dadgad. D-A-D-G-A-D. You press a button, it takes you right to it. No. You want to you know, change it to an open E tuning. It just go ahead and, oh my and it's, it's even more than that. There are amplifiers that emulate, or pardon me, there are guitars that emulate other guitars. So you can buy one guitar. Line six makes one, uh, Parker Fly, I think is one of them. Uh, you can say on this song, I want it to be a Marshall. On this song, I want it to be a Fender. On this song, I want it to be you know a Stratocaster or a Telecaster. Uh, I want it to be a what have you on this next song. And it will emulate them the question is how good is the sample how good is the sample i
1: got you could
0: because because if you remember there was a roland um electronic guitar when we were living in utica and a guy uh-huh. gave it to me and said now you play this on stage it sounded like an 8-bit casio keyboard yeah. but was a guitar right and it missed the notes all the time if i went too fast it wouldn't emulate yep, the notes i remember quickly. that uh-huh. but we're to the point now yeah, there's a, a, another fella around town right now, and I'm sure other people are doing this. I just know for a fact that this guy does it. He carries around an AX8 amp modifier. Okay? So, what it is, is it, it, it just looks like a pedal board. He carries it in something that looks like a suitcase. Uh huh. He comes in with that thing, sets it down, plugs his guitar into it, then a line out of it into the audio board. Right. And that's it. He shows up with his guitar in this thing. And then he says, okay, I'm a marshal today and I'd like to be a Stratocaster and I want these effects. And Get that's out. it, that's it. He doesn't even have to carry the amp with him and anymore. And how does it sound? I always thought it sounded fantastic. Right now there's a, a fella, Hayden, who, who is a, a graduate assistant for me. It used to be that a wireless system was this big thing with, with um, antennas and all that kind of stuff. Right now he has this thing he bought for about $140. It looks like a little pill. That has a quarter inch thing stuck on it and he put it into his guitar and, I mean, it's, it's the size oh of a neko wafer and then he plugs the same thing into the board and he has i don't know about 100 feet wow and it's perfect because it's digital it doesn't get mixed up in fm signals or cb signals or anything like that it sends a digital by bluetooth i think it's by bluetooth i may be wrong about that wow send it. In. yeah 140 bucks it used to be thousands to not have a cord on your guitar It's getting ridiculous, but it all comes down to beauties in the ear of the beholder. There are still people that I don't care. I'm playing a a tube amplifier. Great man, if you want to lug that up three flights of stairs, (laughs) knock yourself out. Who's listening to us?
1: WBSD in Burlington, Wisconsin.
0: Yeah, it's absurd. I have a sing. This is my studio, and I do every instrument using that Mm modeller and that synthesizer keyboard over there. Right. That's it. Everything. Drums, everything. Back in a minute here on Rock School. Hey there, Rock School listeners. Let me give you a few nuts and bolts of the show. You want to get in touch with Tammy or me, or Todd for some reason? Go to southeastern.edu slash rockschool. Once again, southeastern.edu slash rockschool. You can get us on Facebook by searching Rock School Radio Show. You can get us on podcast over iTunes, so they send it right to your front door. Go to iTunes and search Rock School KSLU. There's other ways of getting there, but that's the easiest way. Rock School KSLU. Also, if you don't like listening to the podcast where the music is clipped, we're following BMI rules when we do that. If you'd like to hear it with all the music in place, go to the PRX network, prx.org. Once again, prx.org. You can't download the show, but you sure can stream it, and all the music is in place. Thanks for listening. Okay, coming into the last break, I just wanted to explain to you what is a tube amplifier, what's a solid-state amplifier, what is a modeling amplifier. Do it. And it sounds, if I was going more and more about modeling, geez, Joe, you only you talked about modeling a whole lot. It's because that's what I've gone to. Right. I think now the samples, and I think now the digital that comes out, sounds as good as my old uh, Roland Twin 12. You know the the what four hundred pound you know, uh, behemoth. I, I think it
1: sounds better.
0: I do too, and I think it's more versatile. And here's what even even more kind of makes me shake my head when I go out and play. Mm-hmm. I have an entire drum kit with me. It's a it's a pedal called S Drum. Right. So I have a drum kit. I the bass. String on my guitar is the kick drum and the top string on my guitar is the snare. And I give it a beat, a bump, a tss, a bump, a tss, and I hit a button and it takes over. And if I press it once, it does another concept of that beat. If I press it again, it does another concept of that beat. So I have a, a drum for the verse, a drum for the bridge and a drum set for the, for the um, uh, chorus. I didn't buy it, but there's another one out there. I wish I could remember the name of it. I think it's called the Trio. Mm-hmm. You play something to the instrument. You play right. something to the Trio on a right. guitar. It adds a drum and a bass.
1: It adds the drum and the bass that should be there.
0: Exactly that and loops it. Get out. Exactly that. It's, it's getting silly. So the question is, is modeling the way to go? I'm going to tell you just what I think. I saw this online. I'm going to tell you exactly what I think. The reason i like acoustic guitars so much is because there's nowhere to hide it's you and six strings you can either do it or you can't yeah and people know it pretty quickly right. oh yeah okay no amount of money spent is going to help when i was young i had the crappiest amplifier i had the crappiest guitars and there were kids that i knew and everybody knows this the rich kid he had the $500 guitar, the $500 anthem, and we would blow him off the stage. Right. Okay? It's from the elbows down. If you can sound like a Marshall and sound like one of day, it doesn't matter if you can't play it. Exactly. Learn the exactly. instrument first and then go on from there. It's absurd. So you got the idea? Tomb, Love the idea. Solid yeah. state? Yeah. yeah. You, you just need to play each one of them. And I think you'll run. I think it's where most people are going. You'll run to the modeling. Why? It's so much easier. It's lighter. It's easier. And I think it still sounds wonderful. Okay. Got to play a song. Joe Satriani. Depends on the song, whether it's tube or solid state, it's what he needs. And that's going to wrap it up. I'm Joe Burns. And I'm Tammy Burns. That's it. Class is dismissed.